kick die. Let the drama kick, let the drama kick die. Let the drama kick, let the drama kick die. Let the drama kick, let the drama kick die. Let the drama kick, let the drama kick die. Let the drama kick, let the drama kick die. Let the drama kick, let the drama kick die. Let the drama kick, let the drama kick die. 12 ounce curl route podcast, episode 11. Uh, your podcast for beer drinking football guys. I am your host, Aaron Current. You can find me at Twitter at Aaron Current or at Mental Dimes NFL. And my co-host is Corey Florence, aka C Flow from the GMPC. What's going on, Corey? How you doing, brother? How was your week? There you go, but hey, that's pretty good. Uh, the Patriots dominated the Colts. Something fierce. Um, went three zero in fantasy. <laughs> uh you know about, yeah. a little bit about that yeah i do <laughs> how's yours uh it wasn't too bad like i said before i got on daylight savings time's kicking my ass this week uh and uh still trying to get on track with all of it um my fantasy league my dynasty league i'm terrible in uh, I, I changed my team name to Rebuilding since 1985 because they're so fucking bad. Um, oh yikes! Yeah, then you beat me, and then the other league—I think I actually won the other league in the barroom league. But uh, yeah, it's uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just flush my money down the toilet every year. It feels like, especially in that dynasty league, because. I think I've I think I've explained it to you that dynasty league I'm in, like you keep all your players and then we draft rookies and then you have to drop players to fill your roster. And it's a larger roster to make up for that. But what you end up with is people with three quarterbacks on their bench, you know, a few defenses. So there ain't shit in the waiver wire. I just I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like I flushed my money down the toilet in that in that damn league, but oh well. <laughs> That's fun. People don't people don't want to hear about our fantasy teams, probably. I don't know. Maybe maybe That's they true. do. That's <laughs> true. Not with this podcast. Well, right. Kentucky. Yeah. The cats got back on track last week, sort of. They tried their best to give it away. But uh Yeah, they did. Pulled out the victory. Yeah, pulled out the victory up at Missouri. That punter's out for the rest of the year. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, a lot of people were yeah. pissed off at, at saying that they that we screwed them, the refs fucked them or whatever. But, I mean, they just played the rules the way they are. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the most heads-up plays I think I've ever seen, especially from a kicker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you hear people were Venmoing him? <laughs> oh, good. For what? Medical expenses or just because? <laughs> That's what like, they said. That's what they said. Yeah. Saving our season. <laughs> but uh, he says he's going to donate it all to charity, whatever he got. So I guess that's that'll save his bacon. Good. Uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about. In that game, we just we got the win. That's all that matters. Yep. And, uh, 
we're going to Vanderbilt this week at noon. We already talked about it. You know, maybe we'll meet up before the game and keg an egg or something, have a beer or two. <laughs> Is it three or four or five? I don't know. It's going to be chilly. Yeah. Might, be, might be a bourbon morning. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, it's pretty early for bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find the email I sent you and we can get on track here. <clears throat> so last week's games, we didn't get to pick anything because of the trade deadline, I believe, correct? Yeah, pretty, I mean, yeah, we covered a couple games, but yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it didn't look like it was going to be a great week for games. I mean, you had – I thought Buffalo was going to kill the Jets. I thought uh, – I didn't expect the Bears to win, and they didn't. Um, but we'll get into them. The first game I got on the list is Miami. Came into Chicago. They won the game 35-32. But uh, a lot of Bears fans are happy because um, Justin Fields broke the – regular season rushing record that was set by um, Mike Vick back in the day, and he was three yards shy of the all-time rushing record in a game. Uh, Kaepernick did that against the Packers in a playoff game. Um, But uh, I know everyone's going crazy about the runs, and some people I know you included are are like, well, what about the passing game? But – he had some throws in that game too. Like there's a touchdown pass he hit Mooney with where he it was a dot, as the kids say. I mean, he just dropped it right in. Uh looked real good. He's finally getting Cole Komet involved, which is nice. I think the Cole Komet thing is kind of going hand in hand with our offensive line. Our offensive line still isn't great, but our offensive line is improving. And I think Cole Komet's breaking out as part of that because he doesn't have to stay in and block all the time anymore. Yeah. Uh, which is nice. Um, but, our, I mean, our defense is just terrible. It's just uh, – it wasn't great before, and then we traded away two captains off of it. It's not going to be any better afterwards. No. So, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, but the so, way Bears fans are seeing it – go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, like, I think – I think even though you you only lost by three, I think there's a lot of good things that came from that game for you all. And at the same time, my, it's not like Miami looked bad. I think that I think that Chicago's just maybe trying, maybe actually figuring it out like a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a blocked punt. There was some missed calls. They even sent it in. I saw today that they sent in the uh, pass interference against Claypool to the league and the pass interference they called against Eddie Jackson the series before to the league, and both and the league was like, yeah, we missed those calls. It doesn't help, but, I mean, at yeah. least they admitted they were wrong, which you don't always get. Um, but our offense was clicking. Our offense is starting to put it together, it seems like. Really happy to see, and – we keep losing games, the better draft pick we get. So it's kind of a win-win to see your quarterback get better with each week because coming into the season, it was a question of whether he was going to be the guy going forward or, or not, you know, with a rebuilding team. Yep. I think that helps us out, you know. Uh, we can either grab a stud defender, like I really like the defensive tackle out of Georgia, Carter, or 
if the quarterbacks are there and somebody wants to come up and get them and give us a, a few draft picks to grab them, I'm good with that too, you know. So uh, we'll see how all that plays out. I think uh, I think just re- rebuild a little bit on your. Uh, I'll maybe see if you can get a free agent in on for O line or something to help out that core, um, and then just start rebuilding your your defense from the ground up essentially. And I think you'll be fine if you can still do yeah. stuff like you did. If you did like you did against Miami, I mean Miami's no fluke. So I mean, there's potential, and who knows? I mean, you might finish second in that division now at this point. Yeah, we got the same record as the Packers. Uh, the Packers do own a game lead because they beat us at Lambeau. But uh, um, as far as free agents, I know I think Jack Conklin is a free agent at right tackle. I feel like that'd be a hell of a get for us if we can. I mean, we got the most money in the league, so yeah, it just it's just whoever whoever we can get. Um, and I mean, it's really three weeks in a row. I mean, the defense hasn't been there, but in the last three weeks, we've averaged 32 points because we put up 32 against Miami, 33 against your Patriots, and 29 against the Cowboys. Um, mm-hmm. We just – the defense just has kind of fallen apart the last two weeks. But uh, it's exciting. It's exciting times in Chicago. Uh, there you go. I, I don't think I've – I was a big fan of Jay Cutler, but a lot of people didn't like him and still don't like him. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I really feel like the Bears have gotten a quarterback. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, look, at, some people were saying, like, oh, he only threw for – I don't know what how many attempts he had. But I, when he was like, oh, he only threw for 161 and whatever. Yeah, he only threw for 161, but he also rushed for 178. Like, and if, if that – if yeah. I get 300 and – 350 total yards for my quarterback. Okay. Like. Right. Yeah. And on top of that, you still got issues with outside playmakers, like the Claypool call that should have been made. And then a fourth down on that, on that play, Justin Fields throws a perfect pass to Equinemia St. Brown. It literally goes right through his hands, through them. Yep. Like he put it on him perfectly, he just dropped it, and that was the end of the game. But uh, yeah. we'll move. We need to move on from that game because I could talk about it for an hour, and <laughs> and I know you really don't want to. Um, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers played against the Atlanta Falcons, the I believe still division leading Atlanta Falcons. Um, and I really tap, just put this one on because I was watching it. Oh, tied with them. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because they, because Brady pulled it out there at the end. They were behind, and he came back. I didn't have that game on here, but uh, yeah, Sorry. yeah. Uh, the Bucks are. That's fine. But the biggest story to me was uh, Young Way Koo, the kicker for the uh, Atlanta Falcons, missed a field goal, and then and and it's interesting because he was a former Charger to me. Uh, and then the Chargers, I mean, Justin Herbert drove his team down the field and got a game-winning kick, uh, but the Chargers didn't have anybody out there. They got Mike Williams hurt. They got Keenan Allen's hurt. They got, uh, I mean, uh, half the half the team was on the injury report, you know, so it was, it was pretty cool to see 
Justin Herbert continue to ascend as a as a franchise quarterback with not a whole lot around him, you know. Yeah, and I thought I thought it was funny that the uh, Eckler had that fumble, so you were like, "Oh man, the Chargers are going to charge her," and then the Falcons falconed, and that guy dropped it with nobody around him, and that's oh, that was yeah. the most that was the most Charger slash Falcon game I think I've ever seen. Just something like that happening. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was bad. Yeah, last week I wasn't sure uh, what game to watch, so I was actually watching the red zone. Um, there you go. <laughs> where they just do whip around coverage of all the games. And uh, so I, I I saw that play and I was like, oh, man, come on. You just dropped it. But it actually ended up being that Eckler was down. He had his, his elbow hit the ground. <laughs> that was a wild play. Excuse me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was definitely crazy. Um, but not much else to say about that game. Atlanta plays tomorrow against Carolina, um, so another divisional game. Um, I, we'll see what happens, I guess. I, another another clunker on Thursday night, it seems. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The next game I want to talk about, the Green Bay Packers traveled to Detroit to play the Detroit Lions, and it was ugly. For Aaron Rodgers, who usually pit has historically picked on this division of the NFC North, he threw three interceptions, like that should have been touchdowns. They were in the touchdown area, and uh, he's starting to point fingers, and maybe the fingers should be pointed at him because uh, it was ugly. Even Lil Wayne came out and said. We should have got rid of 12 last year. I don't know why Lil Wayne's a Packers fan. That never makes sense yeah. to me. That's weird. <laughs> Represent New Orleans, but not the team. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, like, yeah, all right. So, there was some drop passes. And so, yeah, I guess point the fingers at that. But there was some trash throws. I mean, trash throws. And he threw three picks. Like, he doesn't do that. Yeah. So, like. Yeah. I, if I had to, if I had to break down percentages, I'd be like twenty five percent. Well, let's see, twenty five percent the receivers that he has, twenty five percent not having a or not having an owner, and fifty percent Aaron Rodgers. Like that's how I would break yeah. it down. And I think he's just not good anymore. Like I, I don't know. I, I mean, Devontae Adams, yes, that was huge. Uh, Bakhtiari is not the same since he's gone, and they're still not giving the ball to Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon enough. Like I don't get it. Well, Aaron like, Jones went down with an injury in that game. I don't, I don't know how far into the game it was, but yeah, definitely that's a. They're not handing it off at all. It seems like, and I don't know if that's the head coach. I mean, he's lost. He lost his offensive coordinator and his quarterback coach this off season, uh, but he was always the play caller. So it doesn't. I don't know if it makes sense. That it's not working all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> breaks my heart. I tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm sure you're. Uh, I'm sure you're horribly upset. Just watch everybody else, you know, in that division, especially him, just go down. Oh, definitely him. I mean, he owns us. Remember? Um, yeah. 
and they've I've said it for forever. The Bears can't find a quarterback or couldn't find a quarterback. And they had 30 years of it and got two Super Bowls out of it. Like that's gotta stick in your craw if you're a Packers fan. I don't I don't and and even when Aaron Rodgers did win it, he had a top five defense on the other side, you know? Yeah, like I mean, yes, it's it's hard to win. And it doesn't help when the AFC wins. I don't know. The AFC won like in those thirty five years or whatever, they probably won twenty eight championships, but like and it's it's hard. It's hard to win a Super Bowl. But to have those two and be that consistent and when you had McCarthy, it might not have been the, the way the right way. But it was consistent, and like they always were there. I I don't know if they just yeah. I don't know. I, it, it's it's pretty wild that you have that much talent. I still think it's a bad idea that everybody in the world owns the Green Bay Packers, and it's just to me you don't have you don't have an owner that's telling the GM or being like, look, I have this quarterback. It, they need at this point they need a Jerry Jones. Because all right, if you like, yeah, it's one thing. All right, they haven't drafted any. They haven't really got any good players for him. So you would think there'd be good players somewhere else, but there's not. Like there's not really. So it just doesn't add up. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I guess they tried to lowball people at the trade deadline because uh, rumors came out that they tried to trade for Darren Waller, Chase Claypool. Um, the guy in Houston, Brandon Cooks, uh, yep. and, and they just couldn't get a deal done with any of those guys. So I don't know if they were trying to lowball and throw a – like I even heard the one for Claypool, they were going to throw in a late-round pick, but the Steelers wanted the Bears pick because they thought it would be higher. And yep. We have the same record, and the Bears play Detroit this week, Atlanta next week. I think the Jets the week after. So we've got some quote unquote easier games. The Packers might be picking before the Bears this year, which is weird to say. Yeah, with there not being any trade ups or anything. Yeah. Well, speaking of Super Bowls, we both had the Buffalo Bills as our Super Bowl favorites. Well, they went into New York, which at first I thought it was in Buffalo because. The Jets were wearing white. It was weird to me. I, I didn't yeah. realize they did that at home. Um, but they, they played the Jets. The Jets beat the Buffalo Bills 20-17 to 17 and made Josh Allen look human. Uh, I mean, I didn't expect it. There was no way. I thought <laughs> Buffalo is going to kill the Jets. I don't believe – I don't trust Zach Wilson. I still don't trust Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. But they're finding ways to win up there in New York. And uh, it's exciting times, I'm sure, as a Jets. I think Chris's brother's a Jets fan, so I'm sure he's excited. Yep. yep. Uh, like, so for me, for this one, like, but, uh, well, yeah, go. I, oh, I was going to say is like, like, the Jets are clearly not better than the Bills. We know that. But it was in New Jersey, and Buffalo's going to mess up every once in a while. Josh Allen is awesome, but he can be he can be kind of stupid with the ball sometimes. So uh, mm-hmm. that defense, this to me, this is probably the best draft um, I've class of a of a team in a long time. 
because Sauce Gardner's amazing. Quentin, Quinn, I can't remember his last name. He's amazing. Their defense is quietly awesome. Yes, Breesaw's gone, but they got James Robson. He's not as good as Breesaw. But Garrett Wilson, who also was a first-rounder, is amazing. I think mm-hmm. Zach Wilson's not it. Zach Wilson is not it. I'm with you on that. But if if he, he, he can Mac Jones's way to a win every time and that defense plays good, then so be it. Like, I don't know. I don't – I still don't think that the Jets are there yet. Um Yes, they could be a they could be a, a wild card, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, well, the major thing is they're building a strong defense, like you said. I love their coach. I loved him in San Francisco. I was cheering for that guy when he went up there, and no one, no one gets it done in New York. I thought Todd Bowles was going to get it done up there, and he has he didn't. Uh, yep. So, but but the big news coming out of that game was Josh Allen's got an elbow injury, and yeah. I was listening to six seventy the score today, the Chicago radio, and they've got some baseball writers on their staff, and they said when they start talking about that particular part of the elbow, nine times out of ten it ends up being a Tommy John surgery as far as pitchers in baseball. I don't know how that equates. If if you can look at that, but if it's a Tommy John's issue, I mean that's that's tough. You know, what I, mean? I mean they still got him day to day, and they're kind of pushing it off. He's not practicing. They're not gonna let anything leak out if they can't, if they can help it. But I mean, if you start talking about issues like that, you're you're looking at this this the Bills Mafia, their their hopes and dreams of being Super Bowl champions. It rides on that arm, you know. Yeah. I, I just it's and it's tough for them because I remember when I was growing up, I was told Bills stands for boy, I love losing Super Bowls because they <laughs> lost like four in a row. Four in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, so that's a, that's tough if you've been a fan of that team for a long time. I can't remember if uh because I know in baseball like it's, it's like a given now, you know, it never was, but now all of a sudden, like people who are not even hurt will just go ahead and get the Tommy John surgery. But I thought, I thought on Tommy John surgery, unless, unless something's completely ripped, I thought you could hold off on it, but I don't know how it equates mm-hmm. into football and I don't know. Well, maybe that's what they'll do. They'll just don't practice all week and then play on days i know the bears tried to do that last year with khalil mack i mean mack still ended up on ir with a foot injury but uh he didn't practice a whole lot before that um i just i i hope i hope i hope for good football that josh allen's okay and he can fight through this and and be all right at the end of the day because he's he's one of those superstar guys that the nfl is looking for with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and some of these older guys coming to the end of their career, they're looking for these new up and coming quarterbacks to be the face of the, of the shield uh, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. And I think he's one of them for sure. Yep. And then the last game I've got on here, I'll be honest. I didn't watch a second of this game. I think it's the Sunday (laughs) night game, Kansas city, Versus Tennessee, 
apparently it went to overtime. I was shocked when I woke up and saw it went to overtime. I just assumed, just like I did in the Bills game, I just assumed Kansas City would wreck the Tennessee Titans, uh, especially with Malik Willis at quarterback, but uh, it went to overtime. Malik Willis didn't have crazy numbers. He had, I think, 80 passing yards and 40 rushing yards. They just rode Derrick Henry, I guess. I think he had over 100 yards. Um, I, the Chiefs, I, I put them in my, I put them in my dime package as a Super Bowl favorite. I feel like they play to the, they play to their opponents' level. You know what I'm saying? Like they lost to the Colts, who are terrible, and then they dang near lost this one to the Titans, who's not a great team out of that same division. So they they always have – it seems like the AFC South, they just have trouble with them. Uh, I did not have the Chiefs in my list. I don't think they're the greatest thing ever. But to me, the Titans – all right, so the Titans with <laughs> with with Malik Willis. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the way that the screen – frozen was on your screen. <laughs> no, but the way you were doing it, it was fun. So, all right, the uh, the with all right, Malik Willis. So, I did watch the majority of the game. I actually did fall asleep. I do think Tennessee is pretty good. Um, I think when Traylon Burks gets back, which he should maybe be back next week, if not the week after, he, that is he returned AJ. to practice today. So, okay, all right. So, but that's AJ Brown all over again. So they'll they'll have somebody to throw to. They were doing a little bit of option between Malik Willis and Derrick Henry. That could be a dangerous game. Okay. Malik Willis wasn't yeah. expected to go in this early. I give him a little bit of time. I think he'll be fine. Um, mm-hmm. I, he, he's, I mean, he's a monster. He's, he's huge. So I think all that could work. Uh, and then Tannehill's still not that bad. And he comes back, I think, next week. So Tennessee, if, if somehow Tennessee can get them or like Buffalo down to Nashville – uh, in the playoffs, I mean, Tennessee can win. So, like, I don't know. But I'm not, like I said, I'm not that high on the Chiefs this year. You know, I don't know why I'm going against Patrick Mahomes, but um, they're beatable. They're beatable. And it looks like now almost everybody's beatable. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a, anybody's league, man. I'm, I mean, I thought Buffalo was going to run away with this season and, and go straight to the Super Bowl, but – Lost to the Jets, and they lost. I did. They lost another game this year. I don't even remember when it was. Oh, uh, I know they've got two losses. Uh, yeah, I don't have it on here. That did the, were the Eagles on by last week? Uh yeah. Uh, no, they played they uh, Thursday. They played Thursday against yeah, the Texans. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's the only uh, unbeaten team in the league. Yeah, and then, and then you got so they got the Commanders this week at the Commanders. Uh, I think that game's gonna be closer than people think. Uh, I think the Eagles still win, but I think I think it's gonna be closer. I think that I think the Eagles they're not gonna end undefeated. They're still gonna be the number one seed probably, right. but we'll see. Well, I thought about putting that game on here. I've I've kind of flip-flopped back and forth. I know the last time they played them earlier this season, they just demolished the Commanders in that game. 
but uh Taylor Heineke's getting some getting some love and uh they they should have beat the Minnesota Vikings this last week. They just uh and yeah. and that was they stayed with that game quite a bit on red zone and the the fans I don't know if they were chanting Heineke or MVP but it was coming through my TV loud and clear that they loved that quarterback. And yeah. apparently on their on their season ticket brochure for next year, trying to sell season tickets, it had Heineke on it. Yeah. So maybe the commanders are going to move forward with Heineke and just try to fill out a roster around him. I, I don't know what their plan is, but, uh, I mean, they're, they're – close in games and winning some games they might not we we may not have like as a bears fan when i looked at the schedule i saw commanders i chalked it up as a as a win before the season uh they they beat us but i mean that's not saying a whole lot but they beat the packers they should have beat the vikings this team's this team might be dangerous if they can get hot i think i think what they should do is win bezos buys the team uh they need to – I think you can deal with Taylor being there another year. I don't know how that defense is as bad as it is, but it's getting better. But build that up some more. Um, I think they have a little bit of draft capital. Uh, your offense, you have all the weapons on offense. You have all that. Um, you know, Strengthen your O-line just a little bit. And then see what see if you can get somebody in there to calm him down. Like maybe, uh, I don't know who their quarterback coach is or anything like that, but maybe bring in like an old quarterback, like a like one that just retired, like or like a backup like Blaine Gabbard or something like that, who can like help him. Somebody mm-hmm. that's like football smart. Hell, but Chase Daniel, who's football smart, and try to get because the thing about the Green Lizard is he's awesome until he does something completely stupid, and you never know when that's going to happen. So like, if you can kind of contain right. that shit a little bit. They might, they might be all right. Yeah, and that that division's tough though, man. Even if they have a a damn good team, when you're in a division looking at two of the top five teams in the league with the Eagles and the Cowboys, and and the Giants are top ten, I think that's uh, just that's a tough that's a tough pool to try and build a team at the same time as competing with those those great teams in that division. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. Plus, I hate the name Commanders. I don't. <laughs> I could see them easily changing it again. Like, if when Bezos. I mean, buys if the they team. if they sell the team, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're all in one. on Bezos buying them, huh? Seven point one. I'm telling you, that's what's going to be him and Jay Z now as part of the group. Uh, and then they're gonna what they're gonna do is they're gonna buy the team. And then not even it's not even going to be Washington either. It's just going to be Amazon Prime, and then it's going to be like really, really dark <laughs> navy uniforms with like that sky blue and white um, lettering and stuff. And then their logo is just going to be the smile, like the little checkmark thing. <laughs> <laughs> they put down down the side of the down the side of the uniform like uh, <laughs> like the Broncos have with the orange stripe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like it. <laughs> uh, but uh, is there any other games that you want to talk about from last week, or you think we pretty much covered the highlights? Uh, uh I just want to touch on 
New England's defense, Judon. Like, I love Judon, and I hate that he's being wasted right now. The defense is getting better. But if we were playing anybody else, we'd probably lost. Like, that was – I still don't know what we're doing. Uh, I do think that we should immediately hire Frank, which we'll get into this, but immediately hire Frank Wright to be our offensive coordinator, like, since we don't have one. So, that's what I think we should do. But other than that, we won. Woo. Yeah, um, you guys got Mac Jones back in, right? So you, yep. you're done with the Zappy experiment. Um, Who knows? I think Judon is leading the league in sacks. So, I mean, you definitely got that going for you. Well, it helps when you have um, six in a game. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the Colts are just a train wreck. Um, we'll get into, we'll get into week 10 games. Uh, the, the week 10 picks are, uh, sponsored by bet.us go on bet.us. I don't have a promo code or anything. Uh, you can bet from anywhere online. Um, and, uh, we're, we'll try, we've tried to make you some money this year. I think our picks have been pretty well. I think I heard you on GMPC say I went like ten and four or something like that. So I have a pretty good record, I think. Yeah, you. Uh, I think you are one of the guests that has a very substantial winning record. Uh, I'm actually surprised. Like Nate, for example, Nate is like I think he's at sixty some percent. Like, so you know we don't have sports gambling in Kentucky because Kentucky is in you know eighteen fifty seven still. But like, if yeah. he could act like if he could actually bet, he would be killing right now. Yeah, um, yeah, and I heard Chris say, "Well, we got to get some, we got to get some different guest pickers, so we can't have them up there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all doing <laughs> that, too good. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, but we'll get into week ten games. The first one I want to talk about um, is a one one o'clock game: the Detroit Lions traveling to the windy city of Chicago to play my Bears, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, Justin Fields is beginning to ascend and look like a legitimate quarterback. Um, the Detroit Lions just beat the Packers, so they're clawing their way back up in the division. And in the NFC, like the Bears are only one game out of, of a wild card spot. So it's really still anybody's division to get into the playoffs. And as the New York Giants showed you back in the day, all you got to do is get in the dance, and you never know what might happen. Yep. Um this is a, this is a. Chicago was favored by three in this game, um, and a little tidbit I heard today: Dan Campbell is zero and eleven in road games. He's never won a game on the road as a Detroit Lions head coach. I was huh. I was surprised by that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. But it's like he's you know only got I mean? like five wins. So I mean, to be fair, like, yeah. You got any feel on this game, or I? Uh, I'm gonna, if I'm going to take Detroit and the points because I think it's going to be a 21-20 game, basically, and I think yeah. it's going to be an ugly game. I don't know what the weather is um, at Soldier Field. Is it still Soldier Field? It's supposed to get, yeah, it's supposed to get cold this weekend. You know, just that same cold stretch that's coming to Kentucky. 
it's dipping down in Chicago as well. So the Lions usually play indoors in Detroit, so they got to deal with the cold. And I'm going to take the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. Obviously, I might be biased, but, uh, I mean, you got the cold weather. Jared Goff does not like playing in the cold. I saw it in That's Chicago true. for myself. Uh, Dan Campbell's never won a road game as the Detroit Lions, but this game, I don't know what the over-under is. I probably should have looked it up, but I'm going with the over because the Detroit Lions are the worst defense in the NFL, and as the Bears showed you last week, we can't stop a sneeze with a <laughs> tissue, so there you go. I'm going with the over. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. The next game I got on here, uh, I feel like I feel like the betting line um, has moved. I think it used to. I think it was larger. So I feel like they might know a little something about this Josh Allen situation in Buffalo. It's Minnesota at Buffalo, one o'clock kick. Um, and Buffalo's favored by three and a half. Uh, I believe a couple days ago, this line opened at like six or seven, if I remember correctly. So this line's already moved quite a bit. I don't know if that's the betters or, or Vegas knowing something. They've always got their scouts. They know what's up. Like they knew Levis was going to be out before we did. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, – I don't know, three and a half. I think I would – I think I'm gonna take Minnesota in the points, honestly. If especially if Josh Allen can't go, um, Minnesota's defense isn't great, but I think they can. I think it'd be a field goal game, honestly. Both these teams are really good. Um, if if Josh was healthy, I was gonna hammer Minnesota in the points. Now, if it well. He's, he's hurt. So even if he plays, he's hurting. So now, not only am I going to yeah. take Minnesota in the points, I'm taking Minnesota to outright win this game because also it's not oh. at night. It's at one o'clock. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they hit uh, Kirk Cousins because, you know, he used to be Washington and his big thing was you like that, you like that. They hit that while they were out there. Um, Kirk Cousins was rocking some silver chains. I don't know what that was about. I don't but, but it's until I saw that after the Washington game. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we both got Minnesota covering that. Um, the next game I want to talk about, and I really only put it on here so we could talk about the coaching change that happened this week. Excuse me, Indianapolis travels to Las Vegas. This is a four o'clock kick our time, and uh, Las Vegas is favored by six, but. The the Indianapolis coach fired Frank Reich, and a lot of people saw that coming. I mean, yeah. he just hasn't he just hasn't been able to get it done. Um, but the questionable thing they did was hiring Jeff Saturday off ESPN, whose only coaching history is as a high school coach, where he went three and seven. So, I it just they have I know he's not great because I I went through it in Chicago, but John Fox is on that staff. Uh, I think there's another former head coach on that staff, and they turned to Jeff Saturday, and apparently Jim Ursay, from what I've heard, wanted to do this last year, but Chris Ballard, their general manager, talked him out of it. Uh, does it make any sense to you, or am I? 
so first of all, I'm taking Las Vegas. If this line was minus 60, I'd probably take Vegas. I have yeah. no idea what – and I know Ursay's an interesting guy, but this is just insane. Like, I have I, – I can't – there's no rhyme or reason for it. Um, that he's ensuring himself full straight on that they're tanking basically now because there's uh, yeah. they're keeping they're keeping uh, Ellinger in as well, and so I, hell at that point just make uh, Foles the coach, player coach while you're at. I mean shit like what I have I don't know I don't get it I don't get it I don't know yeah I don't know if he's hoping for Sean Payton next year or something like that and just full on tank mode. See if he can get C.J. Stroud or um, Bryce Young or Will Levis or something. I don't know. I have no. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. And not to mention, I think, like, okay, <clears throat> maybe some of the players will be like, oh, it's kind of cool, you know, whatever, blah, blah, because he is like an ambassador for the team or whatever they said he was. He's in their ring of honor. So, he's he's. I mean, he's a big deal in Indy, but. And he still he still messes with the team a little bit too, from what I, everybody says. But you're going to start messing with people's money at this point because you got some guy in who doesn't even know how to call meetings, let alone, I mean, somebody else is calling. I think the quarterback assistant quarterback coach is going to be the offensive coordinator because they fired him too three weeks ago. But like, you don't even know how to like get everybody on the bus. So like, you're, after after like four losses, like some of these players are going to be like, what the what what is going on here? You're starting yeah. to mess with people's incentives because they're not hitting like certain numbers and stuff. Like that's gonna that shit matters, and people are not gonna be happy in the locker room. I think. I think it's just a oh, it's a horrible idea. And it, mm-hmm. if you wanted to separate people on your team, this is one way to do it. Yeah, I well, when I first heard the news, I thought watch out for Chris Ballard to be on the chopping block as well. And maybe they're trying to build a bridge to Peyton Manning to bring him into the fold um, and and maybe be a front office guy. I don't know if he would be a general, general manager. And he makes so much money from ESPN. I don't even know if he'd be interested. But I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of is they were just trying to get back to Manning somehow. But, you know, because him and Jeff Saturday are – Great friends. Uh, I mean, I just – I have no idea what's going on in Indy. Uh, maybe they are tanking. Maybe they are tanking for one of those quarterbacks. They, they realize that bringing in the veteran guy at the end of his career is not working. Not working. Yeah. The, last time it, the last time it somewhat worked was when Phillip Rivers was there, and he was even, eh, you know. And then they go with Wentz, yeah. and that failed. And then they bring in Matt Ryan, which I thought was a great trade. I thought Matt Ryan was going to tear it up out there. Uh, yeah. But he just – he hasn't been able to do anything out there. Um, so, I, I don't I don't know. That'll be something to watch. Um, but, but yeah, they're, they're kind of – yeah, I take Las Vegas with the points as well. I mean, the, yeah. they can't lose them all. Vegas no. basically – Vegas has too much talent to be losing these some of these games that they are losing. Uh, Best two and six team out there. I agree. I agree. <laughs> the next game is really kind of a name game. Um, I put them on here because it's two of the most 
beloved franchises that 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 cover the whole world. I'm an Army veteran. By the way, shout out Veterans Day this Friday. Um, but as a as an Army veteran, I realize that these fan bases have fans the world over. Uh, the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are traveling to Green Bay, and Green Bay is four and a half point underdogs at home at Lambeau. Uh, maybe the NFL thinks what we all think, that Green Bay's falling apart, uh, that Rodgers is not the leader they thought he would be, that he's not bringing these receivers along. He just thought he'd be able to step in day one and and play and not have any work with him in the offseason. I know it's four and a half. I think Dallas smashes that line. I think they win by 10 to 14 points. I would have taken this if it was Dallas minus 14 and a half for sure. Uh, <laughs> this is the most 425 game on Fox I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, this to me, unless something just weird happens and, and if somehow Dallas, Dallas is or, or something weird, a couple of fumbles or something, a pick six return. Uh, I, I, that's the only thing I can think of. To me, Dallas is going to destroy Green Bay. Yeah. I mean, you already talked about Bakhtiari coming back and not being his his former self. Uh, and now you got Micah Parsons coming off the edge. And and Lawrence on the other side, I, I just – that offensive line can't hold up and he doesn't have the weapons around him. Even a guy he thought he could trust in Robert Tunyon, he's kind of forced it to him or Alan Lazard this year. Yeah, and he made the Detroit Lions look like a superstar defense, which they are not. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, this ain't to me. This game has the potential to be turned off and switched to another game. Like the minus four and a half. I don't get that. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just because they're it's going to be cold or something. I don't know. Dallas has to play snow. I don't know. <laughs> Dallas has to play outside in the cold. Uh, I just, I just don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't see it, man. Uh, the final game I have on here is the Sunday night football game, and like I said, this week was tough for me to really find. Yeah, a whole lot of interesting games. Uh, I picked this game because the line came, seemed a little skeptical to me. Um, but it's the Los Angeles Chargers traveling up the coast to San Francisco to play the 49ers on Sunday night football. And San Francisco is a seven-point favorite in this game. Um, I know on paper San Francisco should smash that line. Well, maybe not even on paper because the Chargers have a lot of talent as well. I haven't seen a ton of points out of out of the 49ers, even with all their weapons. I guess they get Debo back. Maybe that factors in a little bit. You got another another week with Christian McCaffrey. But I feel like that game is going to be closer. To me, I'm going to take Chargers on that money line. Uh, so I think Keenan Allen may be back as well, so that would help. Uh, Keenan Allen back, Samuel back for 49ers. Um. I could see this game going 10 points either way. 
I can see Los Angeles Chargers winning by 10. I can see San Fran winning by 10. I would take the under on the total. Um, I'm so mad that this is minus seven flat. Yeah. I, uh, I shit. I'm still going to take the 49ers, I think. I don't know. Like the Chargers, I don't get it why yeah. they're not better. Uh, and it may be Staley. I don't know. But when you have arguably the top, you know, top four running back, you know, top five, six quarterback. I know it's for as much talent that they have. A lot of it's hurt right now, especially on the defense. But it doesn't make sense that that they're like they're bad. I mean, they still yeah. have a winning record, but like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that was a dark horse Super Bowl team for me this year, and they just yeah. they're not holding up the end of the bargain for me. I don't. <laughs> you think with Bosa and Matt coming off the edge? There's, yep. there's, you can't point to a whole lot of teams that have a better tandem than that. Um, yep. I, I, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Uh, maybe it is Staley or someone else in that coaching staff that just is not getting it done. Um, and I'm talking more about this game than I expected to, but uh, <laughs> it just, it's, 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 mind-boggling that the chargers are not good it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense with yeah. all that talent um if the, Keenan Allen comes back that does help a lot i think um uh, so the commanders and eagles it's philly minus 11 i think that's i think that's a little too high well i'm wondering if some of the, is that in washington or is that in Philly. It's in Philly. Mm. So that plays a part. Plus the Eagles killed them in Washington. Like it was a blowout. I think Washington scored two points in that game. So that might yeah, be part of it as well. True. I don't know. I think they got better. I don't know. It just that one's weird. And the other one that was weird for me was Broncos at in Nashville against the Titans. The Titans are minus two. I think if I could bet legally, I might try to put my house on that. Yeah. Like that Titans seems all really day odd. on that one. Yeah. Even with Malik Willis. I mean, yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's another team that's, whew, they're going backwards fast. Um, yep. It's Nathaniel Hackett just can't hack it, man. I, I don't know. Um <laughs> such a bad joke <laughs> it, I, it's bad but it fits i mean <laughs> i know i know but it's so i mean i think like when he was hired before even preseason started i was over that joke so i was like really guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny. wow this was a this episode went by fast because we've uh yeah, we've covered all the games that i had on my list is there Anything else you want to talk about, Corey? Or <laughs> um, apparently, Stafford was placed in uh, concussion protocol just now. Oh, I did see that. I did see recently. That. That Who's the backup odd. quarterback? Oh shit! Uh, that, that I don't know because they 
Oh, John Wolford. Yikes. Oof. That's another there- th- Yeah, like, I don't know if you heard this news. Last week, apparently a lot of team owners and, and whatnot were calling league offices. They were trying to push back the trade deadline to week 10 to 12. Do you feel like that'd be a good idea, or do you like the way it is right now in the middle of the season? If it's moved back to 10 to 12, I feel like the teams like Indianapolis, uh, teams that are trying to tank would be in complete sell mode. And the teams that are trying to push for the playoffs, I, I don't know if I hate I don't know if I hate the idea of, of pushing back the trade deadline, to be honest. I think it should be so as of right now it's what day after it's basically at, right at Halloween, right? Yeah. So it was the fourth this no, it was yeah, it was all right. So it was the first, that's what it was. Um, I have no problem moving it back maybe two weeks because if nothing else of injuries, maybe not so much as tanking because unlike fantasy football, uh, there's regulations and certain things that, you know, they're not going to let happen. But I think with all, especially people just getting injured all the time, Mm -hmm. if somebody is tanking and somebody gets injured on another team, you know, they can get some draft capital. It's a win-win for everybody. Uh, you kind of that gives you a little bit of extra time to truly know kind of how your team is. You're you're three quarters of the way through the season, essentially. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Me move back to maybe the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Like if it was week ten, it would be this week coming up. Um. So, uh, I, yeah. I mean, you run into a situation like the Rams, which the Rams don't really have draft capital to trade for anybody if they wanted no, to. But no, um, you know, you run into a situation like that, and you just, oof, you said it was a Wolford as their backup, John Wolford. I don't even know who that guy is. Uh, so the Arizona Cardinals might get a win. <laughs> hey, they might. They might. Um, oh, baby, what's baby Yoda's didn't practice today? Damn it. Well, Call of Duty just came out, so he's trying to log his time in there, you know. Yeah, it's a hand hamstring, I think is what they said. Just go ahead and say what it is. It's a damn thumb injury is what it is. <laughs> oh, that's too good. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, Other than that, um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Well, all right. I guess we'll, we have a – I mean, we kept it under an hour. That's not too bad for a show. Um, I mean, we'll come back. We'll come back next week and and wrap up these games and maybe talk about a couple other games if we see something that we feel like should be talked about. And uh, and we'll talk about the next week's games. Um, but uh, that's it for now. We'll see y'all next week. Later. The drama kick, the drama kick guy. Let the drama kick, let the drama kick guy. Let the drama kick, let the drama kick guy. Let the drama kick, let the drama kick guy. Let the drama kick.